Hello. Hello. Salam and good evening to you, worthy friend. Please, please, come closer. Uh, too close, a little too close. Evening and welcome to the Disney Brit Radio Show here on Online Disco Radio. Hello and thank you once again for joining us. It's me and well, just is off, just is on holiday, so he's not with us. But uh, with me, as always, is Alan. Hello, Alan. You're right, Adam. How are you doing? It's just us two tonight. I know it's, it's lots of space in the studio tonight. Yeah, we've got no Just isn't taking up any of the space with his big fat body. I was trying it's to think of a nice way of putting we'll, it. I can't. We'll make plenty more room for me to do some twerking. Some t- <laughs> Are you going to twerk for us? You know, I'm going to twerk for half the show. I saw that on Twitter, and I actually had to um, had to Google what is twerking because I didn't know. Does that make me old? No, it makes you equal to me. I'm, I'm makes, googling it now. It makes me normal. <laughs> I, I couldn't. I didn't know what it was, and I had to look uh, on on Google, and I discovered what it was. Luckily, it's if, nothing rude. I think if they referred to it as rump shaking, <laughs> I might have got it. <laughs> that would have made more sense, I suppose. But uh, yeah. Um, there you go. That's good old Miley Cyrus. Um, thank you for joining us for our, our, our next live show. We've, we've had a bit of a rough and tumble ride over the past uh, month or so with everybody being away on holiday and bits and pieces and all sorts of stuff. You've been away on holiday. I've been away on holiday. Jez is away on holiday. Um, so we've been a bit all over the place. But um, but uh, you had a good uh, a good month or so with uh, with everything that's been going on? I've, I've had a lot of time off. I've been doing the garden, a bit of gardening leave from the show. I've, yeah. um, I went on my premiere dining experience. Oh, excellent. Would you like to explain a little bit more about your premiere dining experience? I um, I tried to kid on that. I was off to Disney, but I actually went to Butlins. And you had a great time at Butlins, I believe. It was fantastic. Absolutely loved it. Kids loved it. And the sad thing is, when I said to the kids, would you prefer to go to Disney? They were saying that Butlins was better. Oh, but I think that was because they remember the nine hours in a flight. Yeah, that's that's very true. Yeah, it's a long flight. But, um, um, you know, loads to do with that. So that's good. Um, we obviously, I think I mentioned it before, went on a cruise. We did the 12-night Disney Med cruise this year, which took in uh, France, Spain, Italy, Croatia, Malta. I think that's all of them. Yeah. Um, absolutely phenomenal. Abs- uh, just the most amazing um, 12 nights. The ship was brilliant, as always. Disney Magic. It's just about to go into dry dock, so it was quite interesting hearing what all the cast members have got to say about the dry dock process that's happening. Um, and also to uh, to sort of get to see some new entertainment, some things that were a little bit different. Uh, and just be on the ship for 12 days. You know, it's not like doing a short cruise where you do it for a couple of days, you're off, and you don't really get a chance to experience the ship and enjoy it. We really did this time, which was fantastic. With it being sort of about to go on for refurbishments, yes. did it look as though it was a little bit tired? Or yeah, it... there, were, there were bits and pieces of it that were looking a bit old. Um, so I sat down in the theatre one night and I managed to pull off one of the armrests on one of the seats. Um, there was a metal railing in one of the uh, glass lifts that was wobbling about. So, yeah, there were bits and pieces that were starting to look quite tired. And, you know, I can see why they haven't maybe fixed some of them because of the fact that it was going into to dry dock. But at the same time, they were still removing railings, varnishing them, and then screwing them back on again during the day. So it was kind of strange that these things were happening. Mm. Uh, but talking to some of the cast members about dry dock, they're all really excited about it and about some of the changes and the differences that are coming. So um, it, it kind of... Um, it's got a month's, I think it's about a month's or five weeks refurb. Uh, basically, it's staying in Europe for that to happen. Half the crew are going on, on vacation uh, for that time. Half the crew are staying on, and that's actually going to help with the refurb. So they're going to be there to do things like, and one of the customers was telling me that one of the jobs they do is when there's welding and stuff going on on the ship, they are basically there with a, with a fire extinguisher. That is their job. They're on fire yeah. guard. Um, so I was, um, obviously, my, my daytime job, I'm a, a sign guy. Mm. And we got a, a contract to do logos on a cruise line called it was My Travel at the time. Yeah, My Travel went into liquidation mm. just after we got the contract. Because you were charging too much for your signs. 
Yeah. And um, the idea was that when it was in port, we'd be hanging off the side of the ship, painting the logo on. Yeah. But while it was, because it was going to be trans, like actually travelling across the sea um, yeah. around the Bahamas at the time, and um, when it was in the sea, we weren't going to be allowed to hang off the side of the boat. We would have been expected to do decorating. Right. Okay. So well, you're expected yeah. to double up on your workload because yeah. obviously you're getting paid for being on the ship. Well, that's that's exactly what they're doing with the cast. They've got they've got half of them staying on to help. Then uh, you've got the two week sail, which is going from Europe to Miami. And basically, what they were saying is, in those two weeks, they get to I think what she described it as they get to learn the product. So all of the a load of the spaces are, are changing completely. So they will have two weeks rehearsal in those spaces, where in the kids clubs, learning any of the new activities, uh, whether it's going to be possibly. Um, within the, like the studio C that is there now they've got some new shows and stuff some and bits and pieces that are coming in there too so there's loads of different new bits and pieces that are going to be happening and changing with all of those things so there's a lot of work that's going to be done on the Disney Magic over that time you've obviously got the, the addition of the new slide that's coming in as well um, so it's all quite exciting to see the changes that are coming there and, and the changes that are coming not only the- that are brand new but also the, the sort of alterations yeah, and they're putting out the new show, the uh, Disney Twerk. The Disney Twerk will be coming. Uh, it's going to be choreographed by Miley Cyrus, uh, music by uh, by um, oh, I've forgotten his name now. This blurred line. It's going to be Robin released Thicke. on DVD, but then it's going to be hid behind Song of the South. Yeah. <laughs> Songs of the South will be released on DVD once Disney Twerks come out. For the fact that it's not as offensive as Disney Twerk will be. But there you go. Uh, right, what's going on today's show? And not just us two waffling on for as as long as forever. Um, what we're going to be doing today is two things. Um, those of you who follow us on Facebook, etc., Twitter, uh, will know that when I was on the cruise, I took part in what Disney entitles the ultimate Disney quiz. Now, all the way through the cruise they have disney quizzes which i took part in and um i did actually collect quite a few disney medals but we won't talk about that and are they, uh, are they solid plastic that's solid plastic yeah with a beautifully embroidered ribbon with heat transferred disney cruise on it um, no no expense spared the annoying thing is i wanted a trophy and there was only one disney cruise i didn't win all trip and on that one they actually gave a trophy away uh and only this they gave away these ruddy medals so i've got hundreds of the things um anyway as i was saying so they have all these quizzes that go on and then uh, one night they had something called the ultimate disney quiz and i sort of said to one of the cast members what is this ultimate disney quiz she went this is seriously like disney geek quizzing you know the answers to the questions are ridiculous they're things that only like real disney geeks will probably know uh, she said that the most she'd ever seen anyone get was 10 Right. So we're talking, you know, quite hard quizzes here. So um, what we're going to do is we're going to have a go at that. And Alan's going to have a go. And you guys can have a go. And what we'll do is we're going to do the the questions. Then we're going to talk about DVC. Because that's another thing that people have been asking for more and more. Uh, can you do something on DVC? Can you do something on DVC? And I haven't quite felt prepared to talk about it because I didn't know enough about it. Well, while we're on board, we joined DVC. So I can talk about that today as well. So we're going to be doing a bit of DVC, a bit of quizzing, and that should take us through the whole of this week's Disney Brit. So without any further ado, shall we do some quizzing? Go on. Are then. you ready for it? Are you ready for it? No. Nope. Are, are you ready? Here it comes. <laughs> that a bit of uh, abc's who wants to be a millionaire and we are going to have a go at the ultimate disney quiz and we've got our contestants for today so let's introduce our contestants today's contestant is alan hello everybody that's it that's the only that's i'll stop that meet the contestants oh. we don't need that anymore do we? that's okay. because you had run out of track 
I hadn't. I'd, I'd got another 30 seconds, so Alan is our only contestant. Right, so uh, we are going to have a go at this Ultimate Disney quiz. I'll give you a few seconds just to grab hold of a pen or a pencil hey. or an iPad or whatever you want um, to make sure you can write down the answer to this. Seriously, if you are a Disney geek, you've got to have a go at this now, okay? Genuinely, this is the point where you're going to be able to work out whether you are a real Disney geek. Now, some of the answers in the, in the questions, I think there's a couple of answers in, in some of them, but this is a quiz done particularly by Disney, so I'm not going to argue with the answers that I've got on here, okay? I'd love to argue, and there was a couple of points where I was like, I'm not quite sure that's right. But this is a Disney quiz, and they wrote the answers, and I have been known to argue with Casper. I was going to say, it didn't stop you arguing last time. (laughs) I know, but but there we go. So uh, let's have a look at what we've got then. We've got 25 questions. They are split up into several categories. Category one is, um, is Walt Disney World. Category two is Numbers. Three is Sidekicks. Category four is uh, acronyms. And category five is timeline. Okay, so they're the five categories we've got. Walt Disney World, numbers, sidekicks, acronyms, and timeline. Okay. I'm rubbish at timeline. You're rubbish at timeline. Do you know what? Some of these timelines are really hard as well. So, okay, let's start off with question number one then. So this one starts off with it starts a little bit easy. How many Circle Visual Vision films are currently playing in Walt Disney World? Okay, that's question one. How many Circle Vision films are currently playing in Walt Disney World? Okay, that's question number one. That one shouldn't be too difficult. Okay. Question number two. What was Walt Disney's only requirement for living in Epcot? So when he wanted to build Epcot, what was Walt Disney's only requirement for you living there? That was question number two. Told you some of them were tricky. Okay, question three. Which parade left Walt Disney World for Disneyland Paris and what replaced it? So that's the question. So, um, which parade left Walt Disney World for Disneyland Paris and what replaced it? Okay, there we go. Question four How many smells are there in Soarin'? How many different smells are there in Soarin'? There's no bonus points for being able to name them. How many? What about the guy's feet that's above your head? (laughs) You can't include the guy's feet that's above your head. That doesn't count. So how many smells are there in Soarin'? Um, now, here you go, number five. Now, you've got to picture this mentally now about whereabouts this is. In Club Cool, there is a drink called Mesomix. Which country is it from? These are too easy, aren't they? Well, they are dead easy, yeah. So, yeah. In uh, Club Cool, there is a drink called Mesomix. Which country is it from? Okay, so next question. This is the final one from the Walt Disney World. What is the name of the Animal Kingdom parade that is performed at Christmas? So, what is the name of the Animal Kingdom parade that's performed at Christmas? I'm going to get this partially right. You're going to get this partially right. It's a tricky one. And they were really evil as well, actually. They wouldn't allow you to um, to have it just like, like a little bit right. It had to be totally right. Okay, that's the end of the Walt Disney World. Then let's go to the numbers round. So number seven, this is nice and easy, this one. How many happy haunts will you find in the Haunted Mansion? Okay, how many happy haunts would you find in the Haunted Mansion? the question so how long did this quiz go on for uh, about half an hour-ish 40 minutes something like that did people keep asking to repeat the questions uh, no not so much they were quite quick with them as they went through uh, next one uh, what number is the love bug what number is the love bug God. 
Dodd race. Um, well, there were some that people who sat there and went, really? Okay, uh, next one. This is a hard one. What is the number on Mad Hatter's hat in Alice in Wonderland? Okay, so what is the number on the Mad Hatter's hat in uh, in Alice in Wonderland? Okay, that one should be nice and easy, <laughs> he says. And uh, moving on to the next one. Uh, how old is Ariel? How old is Ariel? Oh. That was number, number 10. There we go. Uh, right, number 11. How many people drop in the lift in the scene in the Tower of Terror? How many people are in that lift that drops in that scene in the Tower of Terror? In the video. In the video, yeah. In the, on the, the image you see, when they show you the, the um, image of the, um, of the lift before it drops, how many people have got inside it? Um, okay, and uh, that's the end of our numbers round. We're now going on to sidekicks, okay? These are the evil sidekicks of known villains throughout Disney movies. What you've got to do is tell me the name of the evil sidekicks, okay? So we're on number 12. Um, name the cat that made Cinderella's life miserable. That was the first one. Number 12. Um, number 13... Name the character that found Snow White. <laughs> I can hear people going, oh, what? Do you want his first name? Uh, there's, uh, no, there's only one name. <clears throat> Number okay. 14. Name the man who owned the puppet show in Pinocchio. I, I normally know this. You normally know this. That's good. Um, okay, we're going to number 15. Uh, name Ursula's sidekicks who spied on Ariel. That's that one. Um, number 16. What's the name of Governor Ratcliffe's dog in Pocahontas? <laughs> hmm. hmm. Okay. This is so wrong. That one's not as hard as some of the other ones are. So we're going to go to acronyms really? now. Okay, acronyms. All right. This is our last but one section. Question 17. What does WED stand for? So WED, what does that stand for? Right, 18. What does the acronym EPCOT stand for? That should be a fairly easy one. Um, if anybody gets this next one correct without cheating, I'll be mightily impressed. Okay. In Disney's movie, The Santa Claus, what does the acronym ELFS stand for? That's E-L-F-S. What does the acronym ELFS stand for? Nearly there. Uh, number 20. What does Wally stand for? It's an acronym. What does it stand for? Oh, my Wally word. <laughs> we are. So, what does that stand for, Wally? Tricky, eh? Okay, that's the end of the acronym round. We're now going to the timeline. Basically, all I want to know in this next section, which is the next five questions, in what year did these things happen? So question 21, what year was the Walt Disney Archives created? Don't care about date or month, I just want year. Nine, they're all 19-something, just to give you a clue. Oh, you're giving it away now. Okay, so what year was the Walt Disney Archives created? Question 22, what year did the first Disney store open? Uh, 
23. Walt helped to create the opening of the Winter Olympics ceremony or the, the Winter Olympic opening ceremony in what year? 24. In which year did Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln open? And finally, 25. The year in which the incident happened in ABC's Lost. Wow. Okay, the year in which the incident happened in ABC's Lost. Oh, I should know this one. Okay, that are there are your 25 questions. We are going to take a very quick break. We will be back with the answers a little bit later after we've talked a little bit about DVC. Disney Brit Radio Show, live on Orlando Sky Radio. Discover the wonders of Epcot. Want to keep up to date with all the latest Disney news and rumors? Then make sure to check out www.disneybrit.com, your number one source for the magical world of Disney. Orlando Sky Radio, your vacation station. Gorge, howdy, this is your old pal Goofy, and no one's here right now to take your call, so <laughs> call back later or leave a message. Even better. <laughs> Yeah, we are the Disney Brit Radio Show. We're here on Orlando Sky Radio. Thank you for joining us. And uh, you may have just heard our Disney Ultimate Quiz. Or Ultimate Disney Quiz. Get it the right way around. That would make sense, wouldn't it? Otherwise, yeah, you like failed. How do you think you did? I've, um, I think I've got a good five. A good five. Okay, that's that's not bad. You know, like I say, she said that most of the time, most people get it's sort of maximum she's seen is ten. So anything kind of towards ten-ish, I think, is a pretty good go. Um, right, other thing. While we're on the Disney cruise, uh, we finally took the plunge. Finally joined DVC, the Disney Vacation Club. Now, for those of you who have no idea what the Disney Vacation Club is, I shall explain it in a second. But Alan, what what is your kind of what do you understand about the Disney Vacation Club? Right. Well, the only things that I know about the Disney Vacation Club are it's Disney's best kept secret, yes. which is poorly kept. I'm sure Disney keep better secrets. Poorly kept, did you just say? Poorly kept? Poorly just like my grammar yeah. is poorly spoken. Right. Was that right? No, poorly kept. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> um, it's something to do with you've got to buy a shed load of points. Yeah. Um, you sometimes have to borrow points from next year or from last year and you somehow convert that into a holiday and they will not tell you how much it costs. <laughs> yeah, kinda. Kind it's of like the price that's the best kept secret. <laughs> the price is the best kept secret. Okay, so let me tell you a little bit. Some people will try and dress it up and Disney will try and dress it up and make it sound really great and say, how you, oh, you've just bought real estate in the USA and how you brought all this property in the USA, blah, 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 blah. No. Um, the way they dress it up, yes, you have you basically joined a timeshare but one of the great things about this timeshare is it's a little bit different to other timeshares some of them you have to go you pay 
so many thousand pounds and you will get a week or two weeks at one particular location every year for life. And that's basically the way that it works. And you cannot deviate from those particular weeks. If you can't go, you can't go. It's tough. You've missed it, that sort of stuff. So some people do it like that. Other companies do it in points uh, and, and like this idea of points where you get so many points and you can use those points in different locations all over the world. And some people have real issues with timeshares in the sense that they buy these points and then they want to go somewhere and they can never find anything because everything's always fully booked. Um, So Disney kind of took this idea with DVC and what they did is they said, right, okay, let's look at this. How can we do it so that basically, you know, it's Disney. So people will enjoy having DVC and, and people will use it a lot. And that's where, as Alan just said, these points come in. Okay. Now, how many points do you think you might need, Alan, to start with? Well, you, you don't not many points, do you? You've, a good score is about a thousand, surely. A thousand. Yeah. Okay, so you got a thousand. Well, okay. What happens if I tell you I've got two hundred? Uh, I've beat okay. you. <laughs> have you got more? Have you? I've got a much higher score than that. Oh, okay. Uh, I've got two hundred points, and if I was to tell you those two hundred points will get me two weeks in a value room at Animal Kingdom Lodge every year. Hang on, uh, hang on. During the summer season. Value room at Animal Kingdom. Yeah, and I'll explain a little bit about what I mean by value room in a second. And right. I can get a value room at the Animal Kingdom Lodge every year for two weeks during summer season without fail. And I've got that for the next 47 years. Really? Okay. Yeah, I've got that for the next 47 years. Okay. So Is that me... for one person? No, that's for, for a room for everybody. Okay, so let me explain how it works. Basically, Disney sell points... Uh, And each point is worth so much per share. So uh, points can... uh, Basically, the the price of the point goes up, but the amount of points it costs you to stay at location doesn't. So um, I'm just going to pick a date here. My home resort is Animal Kingdom Lodge, okay? Which I'll come to in a second. It's the Animal Kingdom Villas at Animal Kingdom Lodge. And if I just choose randomly here, I'm going to go for the adventure season. Uh, I can stay... Uh, this is uh, any time between January the 1st to the 31st, September the 1st to the 30th, and December the 1st to the 14th. I can stay in a value deluxe studio for a week for 69 points. Okay? Okay. That, yep. pro- that point value will never go up. Okay? As it in, always, it'll always be 69 points. It will points. always be 69 points for a week. Okay. What will change is how much you pay per point. Right. Okay, so uh, I know when we looked into this way back about four years ago, three, four years ago, we went to Saratoga Springs, had the ice cream, got the tour, that sort of stuff. It was going to be $120 a point. Okay? Yep. Now, we didn't do it then because at the time we weren't sure. We weren't sure whether we could afford it. We weren't sure it was the right thing for us, so we held off. Now, this summer, I can tell you it's gone up to around $150 a point. So, it's cost us more now to join the Vacation Club than it did before. But, the difference is, um, I can now use my, uh, you know, I'm I'm in, I've got my points, and I can buy more if I want to. Uh, They might cost me more to buy per point, but I've got holidays at Walt Disney World and other locations which I've come to for the next 47 years, which is quite impressive. Um, What it costs me is obviously the points per, the, the, the the dollar per point, which I have to pay. And what they call annual dues, which is basically what it costs me to stay uh, each year. It's like a, almost a tax or a maintenance fee. Now, the only downside is Animal Kingdom Lodges is slightly higher due to the fact that they have very expensive animals staying there than just in other places. But equally, uh, it's actually the cheapest Disney Vacation Club resort to stay on per points per night. They're much cheaper than this. So if I give you an example, I've just given you a weekly during that time period... Uh, of 69 points to stay in the beach club villas is 107 points for the same period um to stay in the boardwalk is 76 points for the same period um and uh that's hilton head so we're not too fussed about that saratoga springs 90 points for that particular week so they are much cheaper point wise so so let's if if i I was good with calculations here I'll, i'll try and work this out so, so what was it? So, I'll start again. Animal Kingdom Lodge yep. is sixteen points. Yeah, for, a for week. one week. Yeah. 
Now, Saratoga just, to, just is... to give you how that works, this is for a deluxe studio. So I can have a value for 69 points. I can have a standard room for 81 points. I can have a Savannah view room for 102. And I can have a concierge room for 125. That's a deluxe studio, which is what we would use. Oh, check yous out. Yeah, no. That's the that's the basic you can have. So you're asking a question. If that's so, 69. So six nine points for a basic. Yeah. And likewise for Saratoga, it was how much? It was Saratoga Springs was I think ninety. We said. Just check through my little my my Disney Vacation Club Bible here. Yeah, ninety points. So it's twenty one points difference. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I assume that for the extra twenty one points, you're paying a lot more on the. Jews. Yeah, well, yeah, we will be paying, I think we're paying slightly more on our annual Jews, but they're not necessarily at Saratoga, no. Mm-hmm. Um, but the difference is our home resort is Animal Kingdom Lodge. And let me explain a little bit about what it means by home resort. Um, you will be given a location of which will be the resort that you own, so to speak. The choices we had were Animal Kingdom Lodge or uh, Olani, which obviously was no use to us whatsoever. So you went Animal Kingdom Lodge, and that means <laughs> that I can book my villa at that location 11 months out so i know i want to do this then i can book it 11 months out sorted if i want to book any other accommodation that isn't my home resort i can only do it seven months out and then i can only get what is available and that's the slimmer slimmer pickings at that particular point whereas i'm pretty certain to get what i want 11 months out in my particular location Okay, which is good for us being in the UK because flights are released on the same sort of basis. So it works out quite well. Now, I say that the points don't change. The dates do change slightly sometime, and that's usually due to American holidays and things like that, that they might change the dates slightly. So just to give you an example, um, let me see what I've got here. There might be a slight date change. Um, Do you know what? I'm trying to find them. And between... There we go. So magic season. Uh, is this year we've got February 16th the 28th March the 1st the 23rd April 7th the 30th and if I actually there's some more dates as well but if I look at this one it's February 16th the 28th March 1st to 31st April 1st to 12th so they do sort of change slightly as well so the dates can change um, what what, the what about our school holiday period How, yeah. what sort of like so school summer holidays. holidays okay summer holidays so I'll look at this now summer holidays um, are for wow, I'd break up slightly earlier than you guys, I think. So our guys break up around the 12th of July-ish. So if I look here, July, I'm looking at, at magic season, which is peak season, uh, next book peak season. The highest season is Easter and Christmas. That's right. going to cost me 95 points for a week and a value. Okay? Um, but that does then begin to drop. It will be the same for the 1st to the 15th of August, but then if we go to the 16th of August, the 31st, that drops to 76 points a night. That's quite a difference. So that. There's a massive difference. So what we've always done in the past anyway is always gone later August. So that works. Because the later in August we go, and we can pay it per week, or what they also do is they work it out. So if you're part week in one season and part week in another, you can also hire them at a day rate as well. So I've told you it's 69 points. Let's go back to that, that adventure season again, which was the cheapest. 69 points for the week, but equally... It's nine points a night Sunday to Thursday and 12 points a night Friday to Saturday. Now, some people might go, well, that's ridiculous because you've had those up, then surely if you do it by night, it doesn't work. Well, no, it does. Because those points added together actually still equal 69. So there's no difference in the two. Right. Um, you're asking what a value and a standard. Uh, basically, the difference between a value and a standard is a standard is a standard size DVC vacation room, um, which is, I can't remember exactly what the size is, but the difference between that and a value is the value is a standard Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge room. Because what they did is that when they converted some of the rooms, some of them were made into the size of a DVC room, and the values were kept as a standard hotel room. So as much as their value, they're actually just a hotel room as you would normally get. And, and th- those rooms in that hotel are quite decent size anyway yeah they are yeah so you can't really complain at that so they are decent size uh, and obviously we've got all that uh, those vacations there now you talked about borrowing points here there left right and center um, yep. yes you can do that and the way that works is that um i will get 200 points every february now disney were really kind to us they said if you if you were to sign up to dvc while you're on board which is we, what we did you'll get uh 200 points backdated 
So I actually got 200 points from last February backdated. So at this moment in time, I'm sitting on 200 points from last year. And what I can then do is I can go, can I borrow my 200 points from next year, please? Thank you very much. And I shall then use those towards my holiday. So if I didn't have any points left and I wanted to book next month for a, for a holiday in August next year, then I would be able to borrow the 200 points from next year. If that right. makes sense. You, the maximum you can have at any one point is 300, um, 300% of your points. So the maximum I can ever have is 600 points. Uh, if I have any more than that, then basically they disappear. You say goodbye to them. Thank you very much. So you, you could miss a year's holiday, and in that next year, you could borrow the following years. Yeah, if I wanted to. So if we were only going to go every other year, then I would be able to borrow the following years, and I wouldn't be out of pocket. Now, um, the thing is, though, you say, well, hang on a second. If you've got 400 points, and it's only 96 points, or, or 90 points per week to stay in um, Animal Kingdom Lodge, well... Hang on, you've still got some points left there because you've got 400 points in total. Well, the good thing is, it's not just Walt Disney World we can stay in. We can also stay. We have They have several sort of groups or selections. They have the Vacation Club Resorts, which is the ones that are DVC-owned run. You've then got what they call the Disney Collection. You've got the World Passport Collection and the Concierge Collection. Okay. Now, the Disney Collection is any hotel that is owned by Disney... Or the Disney Cruise Line that you can use your points on. So if it's owned or run by Disney, you can you can basically stay in it. Now, then there is an admin fee of, I think it's something like $95 to convert some of your points and things like that. But the nice. good thing is, I can stay in Disneyland Paris hotels. Literally the Disneyland Paris Hotel. I can hotel. stay in the, Disneyland Paris, in the Disneyland Hotel. I can stay in several of the other hotels as well on site. Uh, I think it's the... Um, Disneyland Hotel, the New York, the Newport Bay, and the Sequoia Lodge are the ones that I can stay in. And I'm just trying to bring up the points now. Now, these obviously are not Disney are Disney owned, but are not part of the Disney Vacation Club, so they are slightly more expensive. Well, I say slightly more expensive, a lot more expensive. <laughs> um, let me just find out where they are. Here we go, Disneyland Paris. So, just like Disneyland Paris is generally, oh, just like Disneyland Paris is generally, yeah. So, if I was to say in Sequoia Lodge, standard view room, it's Friday to Saturday, it's going to cost me 42 points for a night. But Sunday to Thursday, it'll cost me 24. If I were to stay in the Newport Bay, uh, Sunday to Thursday, it'll cost me 29 points a night and 46 at the weekend. Hotel New York is 33 points Sunday to Thursday and 57 points at the weekend. And the Disneyland Hotel is 64 points a night Sunday to Thursday and 110 points a night Friday to Saturday so not the cheapest by any stretch of the imagination but you can still use those in different locations as well Uh, you can also use them in California you can use them in Hong Kong you can use them in Tokyo you can use them on the cruise line um, but Disney have also teamed up with a company called RCI you can use them on Adventures by Disney but you'd never do it because it's absolutely ridiculous there's a great one I want to do called Backstage Magic in California, which takes you on the backstages of, of the Henson Studios and all that sort of stuff, uh, which is a six-day, five-night, and for an adult, it's 376 points. So um, that's, so that's your points gone. That's your points gone, yeah. I could, you know, one person. With um, the Disneyland Paris, does that still include your park tickets? No. no so you still have to get that on top of. You need to get those on top of that. Um, the other thing they do is said is the World Passport Collection, and they do this through a company called RCI. And RCI are a, a well-known timeshare company, and Disney have been around and picked out the best of the best that RCI own. And you can do the same thing with those. You pay your administration fee to change them over, and then um, they do like price per room per week for different locations all over the world. And they are literally all over the world. You can go absolutely anywhere with these. So you're not, you know, if I wanted, if I had a few points, I wanted a night in London, I could use them with my with my DVC points as well. Um, so it gives you real flexibility with the way that it works. Um, and um, Disney have been a, a really just the way that it works is is very very clever. It's it's very well done. It's very well thought through. Um, you know, we've been thinking about doing this for five years, and this year we finally decided to take the plunge because. Uh, it was something that we knew we'd keep coming back to again and again and again. I'm just having a quick look to see on the RCI website. Yeah. To see if um, it works the other way around. I don't believe that it does. It might do, I don't know. Um, I've got the Wyndham Bonnet Creek. 
Yeah, so they've got that's the on site, but not Disney. Actually. Oh, hang on. I'm g- I've got some sort of Walt Disney World. What's that? Three Night Old Key West. Yeah. Saratoga Springs. So they have got them on there. That's a joke. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know what that means because I'm not in that club. <laughs> um, so that's that's DVC in a nutshell, basically. Um, they have loads of offers going on all of the time with DVC. You know, we got an offer. I think it was some. The offer was supposed to be uh, if we if we took up the offer, we got a thousand dollars on board credit, which you'd spent on cocktails. Which, which they, we were like, that's ridiculous. And they said you've got two choices: you can either go and blow a thousand dollars on the ship, and it won't matter because it's on us, or you can take it off the overall price of what it's going to cost you for DVC, which is what we decided to do. Um, How much are your dues for the year? Uh, about six hundred pounds, I believe. So six hundred pounds, and that goes on for how many years? That goes on for every year that you uh, you have your DVC. So we've got it for 47 years, so we'll be £600 for 47 years. But what we will have done is we will have paid our DVC within 10 years, which means we get 37 years of holidays that we've already paid for. Yeah. Um, and what they were saying is, I think for us, it works out about five trips to Walt Disney World, and we will have covered the cost of basically the amount that it would have cost us to have bought accommodation in Disney World we'll have recouped that cost in five years because that's how we'd have spent the same amount on hotels in five years as we would have done as on buying the DVC if that makes sense yeah I'll, I'll I'll confirm that I'd had looked into it independently and a website that I had seen it suggested that if you stopped at um, deluxe resorts for your DVC your I think seven trips was when you were break even yeah there you go something like but if you were to do value or moderate resorts, it was going to be like 27 trips. Yeah. So, uh, so obviously, if you go for the, the expensive ones, you're going to get your money back quicker. Yeah. So that's... In, and I know for a fact they gave us the, the rack rates for Animal Kingdom Lodge. Now, I know most people don't pay that, but the rack rates for the sort of room that we'd get are coming at about $400 per night. So... Mm, not bad. Know, it, it works out pretty well. So how so, many beds are in these villas? Um, the one that we're staying, we'd stay in, would be uh, a double bed and, a, and then a double sleeper sofa, because we're in a studio. But then you've got the one bedroom, the two bedroom, and the three bed grand, and then the grand villa basically, which is massive. Mm. But the grand villa sleeps a ridiculous amount of people. I can't remember off the top of my head. I think it's over two floors, isn't it? It's yeah, it is. Yeah, it's huge. The grand villa, um, and uh, they cost a silly amount of points. Let me just uh, let me just bring Animal Kingdom Lodge up again because I know that's the cheapest one, and that's the one that we we bought into. Um, I'd like to do the Alani. Uh, yeah, well, we can go and do Alani if we wanted to, and just use our points. For yeah, any time, Adam. Just yeah, say the date; I'll be there. Fine. <laughs> um, it's sixty-nine points for a um, value deluxe studio. A one-bedroom villa value is one hundred and thirty-nine. So it actually works out if you've got enough people for a one-bedroom. That two deluxe studios will be cheaper, but there you go. <laughs> um, a two bedroom value is 185, but if you want a standard three bedroom grand villa, it's 501 points per week. So you can only that, do that if... and that is the oh. cheapest. We're looking at um, the most expensive for a standard view for 850 points a week. And if you want a savannah view, it's 918 points for a week. Mm. I think was, the problem is, though, it's going to take away from the days I spend at my Golden Oaks property. Well, that is true. Yeah, that is true. I didn't think about that. <laughs> you have got you have got Golden Oaks to think about. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's costing me enough as at the moment anyway. So um, that's that's kind of DVC in a nutshell. I don't think there's anything I haven't covered or that people don't need to know about. Um, you can still use the same perks as you can with with Disney property. You know, you can still use Magical Express because you're staying on Disney Resort property. Um, you get, uh, you can still use the new uh, My Magic bands and all that sort of stuff. That's all included in DVC and everything too. So, um, does Disney have their own finance company? Yep. And in the words of the guy we spoke to, Mickey trusts everybody. But should you trust Mickey? Well, should you trust Mickey? That's a question. Um, no, they, they actually do uh, they have a finance company that, that, that finance it and everything. And, you know, if you decide you don't want it anymore, you can sell it. That's not a problem. Uh, that's the other thing I forgot to say. You can sell it. You can sell it back 
Disney always have the right of first refusal if you want to sell it, and you can sell it back to them. Secondly, you can rent it out to people. There's no problem you doing it. You can gift it to people if you can't go for a couple of years. Say something's happened, you can't go. You can just turn around to someone and say, do you want to use our points? There we go. You can do that. You can pass it down in a will. It's transferable as well. So if you've got, if you're of an older generation, you've got children who you want to pass it down to, you can do. Um, it's really quite flexible in the way that it works. So. I like the idea of it. I, my only other issue is my only other issue yeah is we're not sure how much flights are going to be over to florida for the next few years well, exactly that's the thing and and one of the the thing i suppose on, on a positive note is it safeguards how much your accommodation is going to cost you so yeah that's flights true do go up slightly it doesn't matter because you've got your accommodation sorted already and come the end of the 10 years when we've paid off our our dvc we're not paying for accommodation then we're just gonna have to pay for our flights so if flights have gone up you know it's not so much of a problem because we're not dishing out for for our accommodation anymore but yeah that was that was the only sticking point that the flights will continue to go up and up and they will cost yep. more and more but if you're going to go to disney world that's going to happen anyway you know you you're not suddenly going to go oh the flights are really expensive now we're not going to disney world anymore it doesn't kind of work like that you know we, we end up spending a small fortune and just go to disney world anyway so there I like it. That is it. Uh, right, we will be back in a second with the answers to the Ultimate Disney Quiz. We're just going to take a quick break. Want to keep up to date with all the latest Disney news and rumors? Then make sure to check out www.disneybrit.com, your number one source for the magical world of Disney. Hi everyone, this is Craig Duncan. Please come and join me for my soul show every Sunday at 9 o'clock UK, 4pm Eastern. You'll only find me on Orlando Sky Radio. Come by and say hi. Welcome to Hook Wax Arcade where we have fun, friends and fix at Felix Jr. featuring Wreck-It Ralph. It's all new. Fully 8-bit, state-of-the-art, and the hottest arcade game in the world. Test your skills against this totally rad wrecker who loves living up to his record name. Only you can save Niceland. I can fix it. And be the hero. Fix it, Felix Jr. featuring Wreck-It Ralph. Now at Lidwack's Arcade on Route 83, offering two free quarters on your birthday. Howdy, folks. Please keep your hands and arms inside the train and remain seated at all times. Now then, hang on to them hats and glasses, because this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness. Right, so we see if we can give you these answers to this quiz then. This is the ultimate Disney quiz. And we're going to test out just how good you are at this, okay? Now, have you know, this is tense when I did this. There was another gentleman who uh, I knew by the name of Ben. Well, I didn't know him. He was my arch nemesis. And we would sit on opposite sides of the room from each other. And basically, it didn't care what anybody else did as long as me and Ben beat each other. Um, that, that, <laughs> you think I'm joking. That is Did you actually talk true. to him? No, didn't talk to him once. Uh, so you just, only know he's called Ben because the that compare was, said. Yeah, so it was proper like like geek, geek off. It was like seriously me and him. He beat me once. Right, that was it once. And I was, I was miffed and I was like, right, he's never beaten me again. That was it. So we got to the Ultimate Disney quiz and I think he, he felt quite smug. And I was like, right, I'm going to do this. So here is the answers to the Ultimate Disney quiz. Get your quiz papers ready. Let's see how we do. So question number one was, um, how many Circle Vision films are there in Walt Disney World? How many do you think? I'm thinking it's either two or three. Yeah. And I'm going to guess it's two. It is indeed two. Well done. Yeah, the answer is two. Um, what is the one thing that Walt required people to have if they were going to live in Epcot? A DVC points license. <laughs> no. Seriously, any ideas? 
I just came with a vague term of innovation. Oh, uh, well, you see, I, I wasn't sure either. I thought one of the Walt's requirements was no traffic. Truth is uh, that everyone had to be employed. That was his one thing. That everybody had to be employed. There you go. Um, there was a parade that left Walt Disney World to Disneyland Paris. Uh, what replaced it as well? What have you got? I've, again, I've just sort of probably made up a parade name of Disney Dreams Come True. Right. And what replaced it? Any ideas? No idea. Now, Disney I, Dreams not coming true. I had a bit of a problem with the answer with this question. Because the answer is the Stars and Cars Parade came over to Disneyland Paris and was replaced by Block Party Bash. That was the official answer. But I also think there was another one. Because I think Spectro Magic came over from Walt Disney World and was replaced by the Main Street Electrical Parade. So I'm going to let you have either of those as an answer. Because or I, neither. Or neither. I'm going to let you have either of those as an answer because I got Spectro Magic to the Main Street Electrical Parade and I was told that was wrong. Uh, and the Stars and Cars and Block Party Bash was correct. So, But I've done my research since coming back. I'm right. Start Spectro Magic left. Main Street Electrical came back. And Spectro arrived over at, uh, at Disneyland Paris. There you go. Hmm. Hmm. Must be um, a technicality on it. Yeah, it must be. Uh, question four: How many smells do you find in Sorin? Um, two smells. Three. You got three. You got the ocean mist. Uh, you got the pines, and you've got the orange groves. They're the three. Uh, question five: uh, In Club Cool, uh, there is a drink called Mezzo Mix. What country is it from? I'm not sure. I've said Mexico or Israel. I see. Israel was my first idea, and then I changed my mind. Germany. Is that the answer? That's the answer. The answer is Germany. Um, The uh, what is the name of Animal Kingdom's parade at Christmas? The answer. Mickey's Jingle Jungle Jammin' Parade. It's Mickey's Jingle Jungle Parade. Yeah, but I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'm not as mean as they were. It's uh, it's yeah, Mickey's Jingle Jungle Parade. Uh, Going on to our numbers round. Then, how many happy haunts are in the haunted mansion? Nine nine nine. Nine hundred ninety nine. Yep. Question eight, love bug number. What is Herbie the love bug's number? 53. Yeah, it is 53. Uh, question nine, the Mad Hatter. What was the number the he had on his hat? Do you mean what fraction? Well, yeah, there's a fraction on there. What is the number? Ten stroke six. It is ten stroke six. Well done. Uh, how old was Ariel when she, uh, in The Little Mermaid? 14. 16. Four. Yeah. Still a bit young to get married, but there you go. Um, with consent was fine. <laughs> I'm not convinced their father gave a consent to start with. Um, how many people were in the lift that dropped in the Tower of Terror? Four. Five. One. Ah. Right, moving on to sidekicks then. So, with our sidekicks, uh, name the cat that made Cinderella's life miserable. Lucifer. Lucifer is correct. Well done. Um, what was the name of the character that found Snow White? Now, I'm torn between two answers on this on. because I think it's meant to be the woodcutter or the huntsman. Right, okay. So I've wrote down the huntsman. Okay. But I think in some stories it's the woodcutter. It's neither. It's Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> Question 14. What was the name of the man who owned the puppet show in Pinocchio? Stromboli. Yes, it was. Uh, Ursula's sidekicks, who spied on Ariel, are called... Flotsam and Jetsam. Yes, they are. You get one point for that as well. How I mean, is that? You got one point for both or no points at all. Uh, what's the name of Governor Ratcliffe's dog in Pocahontas? Percy. It is Percy. I'm impressed. You're doing well. Uh, okay, question 17. Uh, what does WED stand for? Now, I'm hoping it's not something more difficult than Walter Elias Disney. No, it's Walter Elias Disney. That is dead right. Um, question 18. What does Epcot mean? Experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow. Yes, you're dead right. Experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow. Question number 19. In the uh, film Disney's The Santa Claus, what does the acronym ELFS stand for? I have no idea at all. I guessed um, ELFS like foreign singers, which was wrong. I'm uh, guessing at the end, Santa. Uh, no, it's the Effective Liberating Flight Squad. 
nobody <laughs> got that right. Not one person got that right. I don't blame them. Did it. Uh, was, that In was fact, right. I'll give you a point if you didn't get it right. Yeah, it was more like it. Um, what does Wally stand for? I think it's waste. Yeah. Something lift and load. E. It's waste allocation load lifter earth clack. <sighs> That's some of the words there. Pretty close. That was that was a good guess. Well done. Uh, and then we go on to our timeline. So here we go. We've got five. What year did this happen? Uh, in what year did the Walt Disney Archives cr- uh, open? When was it created? 1932. 1970. In what year did the first Disney store open? 1952. 1987. <laughs> Question 23. Walt created uh, the uh, Winter Olympic opening ceremony in what year? 1962. 1960. Oh, it's two years out. Now, if you know your Disney history, you should know this one. The year that Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln opened. Mm, 63? 64. It opened as part of the 1964-65 World's Fair. Yeah, but they were testing it out (laughs) to um, soft openings. Oh, were they? What, a year before? Yeah. Oh, how silly of us to get that wrong. And finally, um, what year did the incident happen in ABC's Lost? 2005. 1977. Oh, you, oh, you, you mean in the story? Yeah. What year did the incident happen in ABC Plus? <laughs> there we go. Uh, Alan, Adam, up. How many did you get correct? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Hey, that's impressive. That's pretty good going. Eleven's not bad at all. That's because that was a pretty difficult quiz. I beat, beat the average that she normally sees. You beat the average that she normally sees, which is good, yeah. Uh, be intrigued to know what you get. So you can tweet us at DisneyBrit. Let us know. You can email us radio at DisneyBrit.com and let us know. Or go over to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash DisneyBrit. And uh, you should be able to tell us over there how you did with the Ultimate Disney Quiz. Um, I won't tell you what I got because it's sad. Um, did you get 24 out of 25? I got, I got 22. Swat nerd. <laughs> yeah, and the, right at the end when you, you put your paper in the air, and they're like, "How many got 20 And Ben had still got his hand up at twenty. Still got his hand up. Twenty-one. His hand went down. I was like, "Yes!" <laughs> <laughs> it was a proper nerd moment. Nerd off. And uh, you should have gone over and shook his hand and said, "Sorry, you're rubbish." Yeah, something like that. Right. Well, that's it. That is pretty much the end of the show. I think we're running over on time a little bit, but hey, there we go. We've done quite well, not that much. We've managed to fit in a whole quiz. And we've managed to uh, talk about DVC as well. If you want any more quizzes, then do let us know, because I have still got a handful of the general Disney quizzes that I did while I was on board the ship, and uh, we can go through those and give those a go over the next few weeks as well, if you want to. Uh, But that's it. That's everything. Thank you for joining me, Alan. No problem, anytime. Good stuff. Thank you for joining us as well, those of you that are listening. You can, of course, as I've said, keep up with us over the next couple of weeks until our next show. You can go over to DisneyBrit.com, catch up with all the latest news and rumours, and you can read a blog, actually, of the 12 days of the cruise that I was on. I blogged every single day that we were on there, so you can read everything about what went went on on the cruise, whether it's to do with the locations or to do with the entertainment or the food, all those sort of things that are on there. Um, You can, of course, go over to our Twitter, which is at DisneyBrit. You can tweet us out there as well. And you can go to facebook.com forward slash Disney Brit and check all of that stuff there as well. Uh, next week coming up, uh, and the next Monday is going to be the Disney Island Disc Radio Show. What the theme is, I'm not sure because I haven't thought about it yet. But uh, I think that's everything. Is that, am I missing anything, Alan? Um, I don't think so. I'm just um, just found a bit of news there saying that Disney are going to join into the Apple TV. Oh, are they? quite excited about that maybe it's time to get hold of that check that out on disneybrit.com um uh d dlrp and hidden Walt disney world are they all still alive and kicking they're still alive alive oh um just um unfortunately summer season at work gets a bit crazy yes it does it really really does it is just a bit crazy how busy it gets but do go and check those out as well is it hidden dlrp.com and hiddenwdw.com. There you go. So great. Go and check those out as well. That's it. We will see you in two weeks' time. We'll leave you with this. <laughs> <laughs>